Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ezekiel Elliott signed with the Patriots. We'll break it down next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dave Richard. And Dave, the big winner from Ezekiel Elliott signing with the Patriots has to be Tony Pollard, right? Absolutely. And now he's not going back to the Cowboys. But didn't you think that he was not going back to the Cowboys anyway? The Cowboys had basically seven months to bring him back in. And either one of two things happened. Either they made him an offer that Zeke didn't want to take or they didn't make him an offer at all. Yeah, I mean, he got a decent offer with the Patriots. $3 million, $1 million signing bonus could be worth up to $6 million. I would guess the incentives are pretty unlikely there, but more than a minimum contract, I guess, for Ezekiel. And I did think that a reunion with uh, the Cowboys was at least a possibility for Ezekiel Elliott. And I, I thought, you know, it, it was at least... Look, he's we know what Ezekiel is at this point in his career, and he's not an every down back. He's not a particularly productive or efficient rusher. But I did think there was some concern about what it would mean for Tony Pollard at the goal line. And I think you can have some of those concerns about Ramondre Stevenson, right? Sure. I mean, we saw last year there were six carries that Ramondre had from the two yard line or closer. He scored one time. Mm -hmm. So it it seems to me that he's a good rusher in general and he's a good pass catcher as well and even if you take pro football focus's word for it he's a better pass blocker mm-hmm. than Ezekiel Elliott was last year but in short yardage goal line situations he uh, he wasn't as good as Zeke I interpret it this way Pete uh, I don't know why I almost called you Pete Chris you are not Pete Prisco you have better hair than Pete Prisco <laughs> I interpret it as the Patriots realized that their depth at running back was not very good at mm-hmm. all after their preseason game, and they needed to do something. They needed to add somebody, and the running back that they decided to add was 29-year-old Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, I wrote about uh, the winners and losers from the preseason on CBSSports.com and for the FFT newsletter this weekend, and the Patriots' number two running backs were one of my losers. There was just... No sign that any of those guys has really impressed at all in training camp. Uh, Kevin Harris, Pierre Strong, Ty Montgomery's currently dealing with an injury. So, yeah, this seemed like an obvious outcome for them to add a running back. But I did move Ramondre Stevenson down a little bit in my rankings. He was like a fringe RB1 for me. I moved him down to RB17. So that's just ahead of Alexander Madison, just behind Brees Hall, who I'm not quite sure still where to rank because the upside's high, but 
It, it sounds like that's exactly where you've got him ranked too. Well, it looks like it because I, I put my arms up thinking, oh, wow, Chris and I are, are in lockstep on this one. Yes, in full PPR, Ramondre Stevenson is 17th for me. He is ahead of Brees Hall for me. He is ahead of Alexander mm-hmm. Madison for me. He is ahead of Rashad White. He is ahead of Miles Sanders. Not all in that order, everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you where I have Stevenson slotted. I do have ETN, Damian Pierce, James Connor. Yeah, really. James Connor and Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, really. Jameer Gibbs mm-hmm. all ahead of Ramondre Stevenson. And I think, I think having Zeke in New England changes the RB calculus a little bit for Bill O'Brien and for Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Now they can look at Zeke and say, okay. We could use him on third downs. He could be a good pass protector. Certainly, he could be good in short yardage goal line situations. And yeah, he can run the ball a little bit too. But now they can use Ramondre in those passing down situations more. This could kick down the door for Stevenson to be fifth among all running backs in receptions on the mm-hmm. year. Yeah, that's the that's the one question I have, because if you look back at Bill O'Brien's history as a play caller, 2011, when he was the Patriots, Patriots offensive coordinator, 9.5% target share for the running backs was the lowest in the Tom Brady era. It was Wes Welker had 170 targets. That was Pete Gronk. That, you know, that was a very good sure. receiving group. But then you look at his time in Houston and from 2014 to 2020, the Tex- Texans ranked 31st out of 32 NFL teams in target share for their running backs. Mm -hmm. Now, there are confounding variables there. It was early on in the career. It was Alfred Blue and Lamar Miller, not great pass catchers. Later on, it was Duke Johnson and David Johnson. But that was with Deshaun Watson. Who knows how much of that was the coaching versus the personnel? I think it's probably a bit of both. But this has been my concern for Ramondre Stevenson since I started digging into the Patriots offense is just... This is a team that we've gotten used to throwing, you know, 20% of their passes to their running backs. What if it's more like 15%? Stevenson will probably get most of those, but can he get back to being a, a 69 catch guy like he was last season? I think it's possible, but he probably needs that now that Ezekiel Elliott's there to get to a, an RB1 finish, which is what you're hoping for. And I can't rule it out, Chris, because the one team you forgot to bring up when it comes to running back target share is the University of Alabama. Yes where last year Bryce Young threw to Jameer Gibbs. I think it was it was Gibbs plus other running backs. Yeah, they threw the running backs. Right around 20%, which isn't bad. I think Bill O'Brien makes use of the good players that he has, and I think Stevenson qualifies as one of those players. I expect him to get a lot of targets. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I think the initial reaction that a lot of people on, on Fantasy Football Twitter had was, there's no impact on Ramondre Stevenson whatsoever. I think that's overstating it, but you also don't want to bury him either. Ezekiel Elliott at this point, not a lead back, not someone that's going to, to you know take away a lot of passing work. I think he's a complimentary piece. I just worry, you know, Ramondre Stevenson lost a bit of what might be a pretty small pie is my concern. So that's why he's more like an RB2 for me rather than the fringe RB1 he was before. And that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll see you tomorrow.